Ring, ring, ring. An interesting call for the Knowles this afternoon as head coach Willie Taggart has been fired after just two, not even two full seasons as head coach of the Florida State Seminoles. I'm joined by Luke Fay of V89 and also the FSVU. We are going to discuss Willie Taggart's firing as of today, Sunday. Shocking firing, Gary. It's, shocking. It's, not, it's not just a firing. It is very shocking um, what, what has happened after this Miami game. I was not graced. Uh, with the pleasure of covering the game this weekend as my allegiance was over to another Tallahassee team, the TCC Eagles. But, Gary, you saw this firsthand, and I, I knew that Florida State played bad. I thought this would be the nail in the coffin for Willie Taggart, but did not think that it would come on Sunday. I thought we would see at least one more game out of Taggart. I was expecting at least the end of the season. I was expecting till the end of the Florida game. I expected Florida State to at least win these next two games against Boston College and Alabama State and then ultimately lose to the Florida Gators in Gainesville. But I was not prepared for a Sunday afternoon firing around 3.30 p.m. in the afternoon. You have to think about it. Florida State it has to go up to Boston College, which me and you are going to go cover mm-hmm. that game. Boston College... I, I believe the high is going to be 27 degrees or 30 degrees. It's not going to be cold. It's not going to be good for us Florida boys. No, it is, it's not going to be good. And so going up against A.J. Dillon and Boston College, that was going to be a tough matchup. Boston College just went in to Syracuse and beat the living heck out of them. They're coming off of you know a productive game, and Florida State is coming off of this drop. I wouldn't have been surprised if they lost that game too. But now they they made the decision, and I think they made the decision this early because they want to get a step and get the right coach this time, have a little bit longer to recruit. Exactly, and this is actually the first time Florida State has fired a head coach since the 75 season, the 1975 season when the Knowles fired Daryl Mudra. Mudra, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but that was 44 years ago. And this is, of course, Bobby Bowden, whether that was a retirement, a firing in 2009. Jimbo Fisher took over that program and and led it to the promised land. And people were hoping that Willie Taggart, what Jimbo Fisher left Willie Taggart, was nothing in in the grand scheme of things, which is true. But they thought that Willie Taggart would be able to turn it around. And it was downhill from the very start with that Virginia Tech game, Gary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that Virginia Tech game, we were both there. I know I was in the press box for that one. And it was a tough game to watch, to say at least. I believe it was, was it 24-10 to 10 or 3 or something like that? It was not a great game for the Knowles, but Willie Taggart finished his career at Florida State with a 9-12 and 12 record, going 3-4, and four, or was it 4-5 and five in his last season, 3-4 and four in the conference. So not the best, not what you expect, because he, did, he didn't win a single game against rivals. No, not he, he, won, he won one did, at Florida, if you, if oh, you recall. Well, I did look... Mm, what? He, he won at Florida, not last year. Uh, last, last year, year was, was his home. first year. Was last, it? last year was his first oh, season. Oh, come you, on. You are right. Yeah, I looked it up. Was, I made sure to look come it up. Come on. Because Jimbo had, had about checked out by then. You're, you're right. He yeah. did not win against Willie was not there. I, did, I forgot about that. That's, mm-hmm. it, that is, that's what it comes down to. And, and the reason why this happened, Gary, is because the biggest game of the year is going to be Miami. And who comes to the biggest games of the years? The biggest boosters, the, biggest the ones recruits. who, who, well, I'm, I'm saying the people who have the money oh. that give to the program. Um, I was told by my girlfriend that they recognize those big time boosters on the field at the game for people giving five million dollars, however many they did, and all those people are together in one place. And I believe what had happened was, hey, the way this has gone, we just got embarrassed by a awful Miami team. We're going to do whatever we can to make it happen to where Florida State can get back on their feet. 
and they raised $20 million privately, Gary, within 48 hours. It was certainly impressive, and it was obviously following the loss to Miami, which was 27-10 in Dope Campbell. An ugly loss, to say the least. I don't know if there's such thing as a good loss. I don't believe in that Lee Corso kind of yeah. stuff. But that was an ugly loss for the Seminoles. And the it, writing was on the wall. Yeah, it was on the wall. I certainly had heard from a bunch of people, obviously at tailgates after the game, that they wanted Willie Taggart fired certainly after this game. But I wasn't expecting it here, like we said before. I wasn't expecting it this early, I guess, in the season. I, you could say early, considering we were all expecting it later on. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm very curious as to, you know how they practice on, on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if he ran through a practice in the early morning hours mm-hmm. and then afterwards was fired. Because this came out at... Three about yeah, but you think that the decision went down at at least two o'clock? They already had the mm-hmm. the uh, presser written up. He had met with them. The team was coming to meet, so you knew something was happening. And one of the rare rare moments where a school puts out the release and no one really broke the news mm-hmm. prior to when it happened. I think maybe a second or two, but the news broke. And I got a phone call, and I had no idea what was going on. It it was very shocking. It makes it. It makes it very interesting to see what will happen for this Boston College game because there will be an interim head coach for Florida State. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you heard pretty much right from the get-go. I heard from a person, an inside source, a couple minutes beforehand. I started receiving texts so shortly after that just said, what the heck just happened? Oh, my gosh, OMG, OMG. And I was like, are you talking about the firing? And they're like, yes, how would you know? I was like, I already knew this. Come on, let's yeah. go with the times. But still... It was a shocking fire, to say the least. This is the second time that Odell will have to take over a program, mm-hmm. the defensive line coach for Florida State. He'll have to take over a program for the second time. And really, you have to rally. I think the players will play for him, but this is this is going to be a very ugly show towards the end of the season because Florida State has Boston College, which is a tough game. Florida State has proven that they cannot travel to cold atmospheres and play very well. Wake Forest. Not a good showing. Notre, Notre Dame, Dame. Yep, last season. Not a good showing. Mm-hmm. Boston College, this is their red bandana game. There's going to be a lot of pride on the field for Boston College. Last time Florida State went to Boston College, they got smoked, Gary. It was not a pretty game, to say the least. That was two seasons ago, Jimbo Fisher's last year. That was when a lot of people were calling. We're just calling for his head at that point. Gary, moving to, to what had happened... Uh, some people are saying, should they keep around some people? Kendall Bryles, I've heard, uh, keeping Levitt. I don't really believe that keeping Levitt would be a, a smart idea. I don't even think he would take the position, given mm. his relationship yep. with Willie Taggart. That being said, who do you think it would be? Uh, give, a, give us a list of what you've been hearing for coaches that could be in a uh, coaching the Knowles next season. Well, so we put down a quick list. This is in no specific order. Keep that in mind. We just kind of wrote these down. We got Lane Kiffin from the FAU, my FAU, back home in Boca Raton, Florida. Luke Fickle from University of Cincinnati. Chris Peterson of Washington. Mark Stoops, Kentucky. Bob Stoops of the XFL Dallas team. Were they the Renegades, I believe? Yeah, I think you were correct. Along with former Oklahoma coach. Uh, he yes, stepped well, down to give it to Lincoln Riley. We don't really know the full story about that. That could be more of a Bobby Bowden-esque stepping down. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Brent Venables for Clemson. Clemson. And that that would be a very, very almost puzzling hire 
in the sense of I don't think Brent Venables would leave for a rival to go to Florida State, but when are you going to get that opportunity as well? Exactly. But, yeah, like what you said, are they going to be actually able to pull a guy from a rival school away? Because there is that kind of allegiance that you have. And if you're and if you're Venables and you look at Dabo, it's like, hey, I'm going to take the job at the rival school. I'll see you next season on the other side of the field. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you step up to that? You're almost your boss and say, hey, I'm going to the other team. <laughs> I mean, Nick Saban has had that happen every single year, mm-hmm. year in and year out, and they have still not been able to beat him. Exactly. Well, that's just what Saban has built up around him, so it's different. <laughs> well, well, Gary, give me your top. Do you have a top three? Give me your top three of guys. My top three just from this list that we're going off of. Oh, don't forget Mike Leach is another name that has been Le- tossed yes, around. Leach, yes, Leach of Washington State. Two coaches from the state of Washington are in this pool. Interesting. Yeah. So I I know you'll like this one, but I think Mark Stoops right now is probably the best one because Mark Stoops has been your guy, at least from Twitter. I've noticed from the past few months or so, yep. we've just been preaching Mark Stoops. He's had a He's had a pretty good couple of years. I mean, granted, the seasons have been a bit off, but he's lost some big pieces for him there. At Kentucky, they won 10 games last year. It was the first time, and I want to say, I, I looked it up, it was the first time since 2003 or so since Kentucky had won 10 games. He, he had changed what is a basketball school in the SEC to play football. I mean, they beat Florida last year, only three losses. They were a legit team. Lost a lot of pieces. Their starting quarterback goes down at the beginning of the season, and they are still in a better record than Florida State. Just looking at that, Mark Stoops, he was the archetype. He built the Florida State defense that won the national championship, leaving it at the end of 2012 to go to Kentucky. Who won the national championship in 2013, Gary? I don't know who did. That was the Florida State Seminoles that won the national championship. <laughs> and all those people were Bob Stoops, or excuse me, Mark Stoops guys. I've been told that Stoops has a below 500, uh, 500 record um, when he is coaching. He's 40 and 43 at Kentucky, but he's in the SEC. Are you kidding me? Those schools that are there, Kentucky should be the bottom feeder, and they played that in part, but have looked so much better. It took him time to, at Florida State, imagine what he can do with the recruits that he can get. If you're a football recruit and you say, I want to go to Kentucky to play football, are you kidding me? That's just not, that's just not a thing. So what, what he can do at Florida State would be big time. He is a defensive-minded coach. Now we'll see what he would do on the offensive side. That being said, Florida State is going to get these new, uh, Gary, they're getting the new uh, football-only facility that's mm-hmm. going to come around. Things are going to get better for him. It's just, will they be able to find a quarterback that can make this team better? Mm-hmm. And put it in perspective, right now Florida State, according to 24-7 Sports, for the next class in 2020 – they're sitting at 16 right now with 10 four-star recruits, no five-stars, and nine three-stars. So what he could do possibly with that team would be interesting, but who knows? So Stoops is your first guy. Who would be the second guy on your list? Second guy, I would probably go with Mike Leach. I like what Leach has been doing. He's, he's kind of quirky, say the least, he, but he really knows what he's doing there. He's built up good programs everywhere he's gone. He, went, he was at Texas Tech, correct, yep. beforehand. Then he's at Wazoo. He's done well everywhere he goes. He's built up good players. He's done well with programs. What do you think about that one? Leach, Leach to me seems like a possible home run hire. The only problem I see with it is his defenses are so terrible. If you, if you bring his style of offense over to the ACC, can there be a potent defense that will slow down? Because I don't know about you, but watching 
the slugfest that was Wake Forest and Louisville where it was 60 to 58 or whatever, uh, that's not what's going to happen in the ACC day in and day out. Washington State gets in these uh, with U- UCLA. Mm-hmm. They, they got into the shootout with UCLA and blew them massively. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing that scares me is Leach. He does so much with really little to no talent, let's be honest. But do you think that if he was able to come to Florida State, and he, do you think he could bring in an actual defensive coordinator? I, do you, I believe he would be able to do it that almost, down here. It, it almost reminds me of the package deal that we saw with UCF. So Josh Heupel was hired at UCF, but he was not allowed to bring in a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. They said whoever's getting the job is getting Randy Shannon as the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And it took a little bit for Shannon to get in. I believe that that would have to be the type of situation because what was the big problem with Willie Taggart when he when he hired uh when when he went to Florida State? He who was he going to hire as his offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator? And the defensive coordinator did not pan out. Mm-hmm. He Jim Levitt did not take the job from Oregon, and a year later he decides to go to Levitt for a defensive analyst, Assistant, yeah, kind which of. is essentially defensive coordinator in waiting, mm-hmm. and it didn't work out. He made a plethora of decisions that did not work out, and you're going to have to see what these coaches do. Will, if Stoops comes, Mark Stoops, who is he going to bring? If you get Mike Leach, who is he going to bring? Mm-hmm. Do you think, as of right now, do you think Kendall Bryles still has a job at Florida State, regardless of who comes in? Do you think Kendall Bryles still has a job? He hasn't done too much to make you say no, mm-hmm. but he hasn't done anything to make you say we have to keep this guy. I wouldn't be surprised. I would say about a 70% chance that he is not going to come back to Florida State. More of a clean house. He wasn't there at the very beginning when it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Now you can you can arguably, arguably say that right now is the worst this Florida State program has ever been. Yeah, this is. I would just say that this is possibly the worst Florida State team that we've seen almost ever. Ever. It, it, it goes back to the offensive line. It goes back to the quarterback play and... Really, you just did not, for all the talent that, per se, you have, I, I almost go back to who did, who did Willie Taggart hire as the recruiting coordinator? Who, mm-hmm. who was recruiting? Because it was David Kelly, and he did not do a very good job because are there any playmakers that are freshmen and sophomore on this Florida State team? Jaden Woodby was the only one. Mm-hmm. You look at That's all the other guys. It. Nothing. Yeah. I, I, it it is tough. shocking. For you, that's the number two. My number two would be Chris Peterson from uh, from Washington, former Boise State uh, uh, coach as well. At Boise State, he was the one with the famous Fiesta Bowl mm-hmm. win over Bob Stoops at Oklahoma Statue of Liberty play. The only problem I have with Chris Peterson is, is he a gettable coach at yes. this point? I, do you think he's really that gettable? They went to the college football playoff more he's, recently than Florida State. He, he was a, he was, he's a West Coast guy, which mm-hmm. is true, but... When you think football, do you think Washington? No, they're starting, they, they, they're starting to be more of a football school in Florida State. This they point they time, very correct? much they mm-hmm. very much are, but we're still going off of name brand here. Florida State is Florida State. You're you're a recruit. You grow up. You want to go to a perennial program that is Florida State. Mm-hmm. It would make it much easier for for Chris Peterson to recruit over in Tallahassee. Will that happen? Probably not. But if you if you give me a guy to start a program. I would almost, I would even bump up if you can get Chris Peterson. You have, you have to go after him. I agree. I, I do enjoy Chris Peterson, but like I said, is he actually a gettable coach at this point in time? Which I don't believe he really is. They would have to make him 
an egregious offer, just like Willie Taggart said, mm-hmm. I'm pretty good at Oregon. Make me a ridiculous offer, and they did. He's got an $18 million buyout. Mm-hmm. He got he got his money. He it, said, "Show me my money." <laughs> and, and the the one yeah the <laughs> the one big thing to take away from this, Gary, is that they did this early for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that that makes you seem that within the next week and a half, two weeks, we will have a new coach at Florida State. How will that affect recruiting? Mm-hmm. And but how will it also affect the rest of the college football landscape in general? Because yes. there's Chris Peterson is still in the hunt for playing good football at this point in time, correct? Um, I, I believe they've already they've they've had their two losses. Maybe th- they might have. I know. Lost well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, that, I didn't say college football playoff. I said they're playing good football. they're, yeah, they're playing, playing towards. Good. They're playing towards a decent bowl game at this point in time. Yeah, their their quarterback. Um, I'm try- his name is escaping me from Georgia. It's, Jake. Uh, no, it's not from. Obviously. No, I think it's, they're both uh, Easton. Jacob Easton. Yeah, they're two mm-hmm. Jakes. Yeah, uh, Jake Jacob. Eason. Yes. Uh, he he's done very well over at Washington State. That being said, there there are other candidates out there. Luke Fickle has done a great job at mm-hmm. Cincinnati in his two years. The former offensive coordinator for Ohio State. That would be a very good pick. I wouldn't be opposed to that. It just depends. Do you want an up-and-coming coach again who has been at very large programs, or do you want a more established coach? Which way will they go? Because at this point, you have to get a surefire thing. I don't think that Florida State will make a gamble. The only thing is, do they think that if, if they go over to Mark Stoops, there might be the same, same type of thing of Stoops doesn't have an above 500 record. But Stoops has coached at a Power 5 school for a little bit longer than Tagger did. Tagger was only at a Power 5 school. or true, For one year. Yeah, for one season. So it's and, But he was at Florida State. He knows the culture of what it took to mm-hmm. get to that greatness. Uh, you, you go down the line of former Florida State players and everything that's gone on with it, and not very many of those people are into coaching. Mm-hmm. There isn't a, a, a Florida State player that you could go and turn to and say you know what let's get Deion Sanders to be the quarterback for for or to be the coach for Florida State mm-hmm. that's just not a thing you have to go to the culture of when Florida State won who, who was, was there? there yes who built that mm-hmm. obviously Jeremy Purit did I, not really build Florida State over I at Tennessee just, I was just about to say is there one guy that we can maybe consider as a dark horse and that is Jeremy Pruitt over and, at Tennessee they're struggling right now they're struggling he could be on the hot seat as we know Tennessee does have that kind of that they believe they should be better, just kind of like Florida State, and uh, they aren't living up to those expectations over, as of recent. Jeremy Pruitt left Florida State for a reason. It was a personal. Well, we it was oh, a yes. personal reason, and there is no way that um, he would be able to come back um, for 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 said reason. So mm-hmm. there there's no way that he would come to Florida State at this point. I think it would be a lateral move to go from Tennessee to Florida State. He, yeah. he at least is yeah, getting true. trying to get back on track. Uh, but that is a big time program. I mean, you you look at Tennessee. I I you can argue that that is a that is a better job than than Florida State. Yeah, it, well, it's all just kind of perspective at that point. Yeah, do you want to play in the SEC? I mean, yeah, do you want to have with, to play? Do you want to have to play Alabama on the third Saturday in October every single year? Let, let's be honest. I mean. Clemson is the only good team in the ACC, mm-hmm. and it's the you only almost, consistent team because yeah. there are good teams in the ACC, but not all of them are yeah. consistent enough to. And, put and up you can Clemson worry, numbers. you can worry about what Mac Brown is doing over at North Carolina. They they played almost every single game close. Their record is not great, but 
they had the former Florida State commit in Sam Howell, who if he came to Florida State, probably would have saved Willie Taggart's job. That That's another thing that I think Willie Taggart has been bailed out in his career is Justin Herbert over at Oregon. He got injured during the season when they started off so well, mm-hmm. and that got Willie Taggart the job. You look at uh, Flowers over at, at USF. That's who saved the job for Willie Taggart in order to get to Oregon. He did not have that quarterback to put his team on the back. Cam Akers tried to do it, but he didn't even play quarterback. Yeah, well, he, he played quarterback the past couple games. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have anyone else that you can possibly go to? Or where do you think this team goes next? I know we've kind of exhausted this list, and I don't know if you really think that Bob Stoops is the guy for Florida State. I, I would not be shocked if Bob Stoops becomes Florida State's next head coach. No recruiting, recruit, nothing. Not, mm-hmm. And Not as much thing is, thing is, you also have to look at, okay, how did the last league that was contrary to the NFL mm-hmm. go? This this is a big job. Bob Stoops would only leave for one of these huge, huge monumental tasks. Is it is it going to be the smart decision for him? I don't know. I just know I don't want the third Stoops brother. I was about to say, <laughs> do, does Florida State and the fans of Florida State want a person who's kind of been pushed out and like kind of ushered out kind of quietly at a school? Do they want that kind of person there? I, I He knows how to win. That that's true. That's something. I, the reason I believe why he was ushered out is because of his other brother, who was a defensive coordinator mm-hmm. for Oklahoma State. Uh, he retired before that. Then Lincoln Riley fired him. But that was a big reason um, it could. I, I think there was also health factors. He sometimes though, when you realize when you retire from the game, you, you understand you can't quit. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that Stoops can quit. We'll see where it goes. But just two weeks ago, everyone is laughing over at Manny Diaz and how bad this Miami program is. We can touch on it just for a second. But Miami came in and stomped Florida State, and that had to be the f- final straw, Gary. Yeah, you, you you can't lose to the rival, especially in that fashion, especially. A team that had lost to Georgia Tech. At home. At, at home, mm-hmm. Florida State lost. At home. Yes. And at home, Miami lost to Georgia Tech. So you lost to the team they, that lost to Georgia Tech by the property of... Virginia the, Te- And Virginia Tech, they were getting blown out. They, they make a comeback. But Miami has not been a good football team. Well, a laughing stock. And now you look at how the tables have turned in the last two weeks. Willie Tiger goes from safe to on the hot seat to gone. Was okay. Was he really safe at any point in this season? At least He's in the fan, at least in the fans' perspective, from what we you saw on Twitter know. and what we saw in the stands, he was never safe and never not on the hot seat. But he he, he could breathe. You could noticeably tell in his press mm-hmm. conference he could breathe. Yeah, that Wake Forest game probably did him in. Miami just over the top. I'll say this: I'm excited for. And this is bad to say. I'm excited for the first time all season to see how this Florida State team will respond and play mm-hmm. and what is in store for for the next head coach at Florida State. Well, I've always been excited for how this team responds every single week because every single week feels like a whole new challenge for this team because every single week we get a whole completely different game, and it's never the same two games between this Florida State team. Looking at how bad it's going to be next year, there has been the coaching change, so maybe Kalen Laburn will not transfer, but odds are in the favor that Kalen will transfer. Mm-hmm. Cam Akers is gone. Tamari and Terry, although he shouldn't go, wouldn't be shocked if he leaves. James mm-hmm. Blackman will not be coming back. Alex Hornibrook will not be back. Will not be back. Jordan Travis will he be? He'll Jordan be Travis will he'll be back. Be here. So you're losing 
a uh, lot. Marvin Wilson will not be back. Jaden mm-hmm. Woodby could transfer. He could. Uh, and, and use a redshirt. So you're looking at all the players that were good are most likely going to be gone, and there are no players below them that you can say, you know what, they can fill that spot pretty quick. And the offensive line is still putrid. Gary, this is not a good situation for no. whoever takes the job next next year. They should if, – if next year, if you win more than six games, it's got to be a success. That's for sure a success, and I was just about to ask you, where is your win total right now for next season? Regardless of who Florida State hires at this point, where are we setting the win total for next year? And do you have? I think it specific- does have to factor into who who is hired, but blind, really, blind, blind guess. If if Cam Akers doesn't come back, James Blackman is gone. Obviously, Hornerbrook is gone. Kalen Laburn is gone. Marvin's gone. Marvin's gone. And we'll say we'll just say Terry State and Jaden stays. And Jaden stays. And Jaden's healthy. Florida State probably would win five games six mm-hmm. i feel like would be a good and to say that six wins is is a standard for florida state is pathetic at this point it, it's it is very scary gary because we are getting into urban meyer territory at florida where florida state could mm-hmm. go into a decade where they didn't have a quarterback urban meyer you mean who do you- Urban Meyer? When Urban Meyer left. Oh, oh, after. Okay, I was about to say, Urban Meyer and was pretty darn good. <laughs> and, and the hires afterwards mm-hmm. and quarterbacks. Florida State needs a quarterback. Yes. We'll see what happens. We'll see if Jeff Sims could be the guy. If Jeff Sims is still going to be in that recruiting class. I, Who knows? That is, that is another thing. And Jeff Sims doesn't necessarily look like that great of a quarterback either. He struggled in his first game of the season. Was it five picks in game yeah, one? Yeah, he had five, five, five turnovers. In high school? Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, Gary. Emergency, emergency podcast here. We'll have a lot more in- information tomorrow. But mm-hmm. one thing you can say about Willie Taggart is he did change the culture for the better, I think, within that locker room, trying to make it fun academically. Um, but what matters is on the football field, and he couldn't get it done. I know, and it's a shame because I really did like him as a person. But like you said, it's all about the product on the field, and it's a business. It's- I, I, I say this. I, when it, he was first hired, I was anti. I thought he wouldn't succeed. He, he just I, – I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. But once he hired, I gave him a clean slate and said, prove me wrong. Exactly. And I have been a fighter saying, no, 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 give him time. Let, let's see, let's see. And he didn't do it. And you can, you can go back and say that I was right and whatever. But I wasn't like I was rooting for him – to fail? No, no one, no one at Florida State wanted Willie Tiger to fail because that meant this team failed. And at the end of the day, he did fail, and I think mm-hmm. he understands he failed. He probably wishes he had more time, but it's one of those things where you turn in a bad piece of paper, Gary, mm-hmm. and you know you could do better. And they say, "All right, revise it," and you revise it, and you turn it in, and you go, "I don't know if that was good enough," um, but but you know you only gave me this, you only gave me five days to turn it in, mm-hmm. and and then they say, you know what? You failed. You aren't going to pass the class, and and you go back and you say, I understand why I didn't, but you know, look look at look at what you gave me. Mm-hmm. Willie Taggart did not get the best situation thrown at him, but you have to perform, Gary. You have mm-hmm. to perform, and he didn't. He didn't, mm-hmm. and he really didn't answer the question. He didn't really answer the call when his time was given and when his number was called. Gary, if you say that we didn't execute and we had too many penalties every single press conference, there's something that's got to change. Yes. And I don't know what exactly, if, if the players are complacent or whatnot, but it was bad. And you have to think, 
how shell-shocked will this football team be going to Boston College? It, it could be one of those games where they play close and, and maybe win the game, or they could lay down and lose 40-10. to 10. Mm-hmm. And who's going to be the starting quarterback? Who's Yeah, once again, we'll be asking the questions come this week of who will be starting at quarterback. And we'll get into a lot more talk yeah, on I, the game about BC on Tomahawk Talk tomorrow night at, or on at, Monday at night 7, at 7 8 p.m. on 89.7 FM, Tallahassee. You can also find us on wvfs.fsu.edu. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. I go. don't want to get too much into it, mm-hmm. but just wanted to get initial reactions. And I know that we will have Michael Hudak from WCTV mm-hmm. on to share his reaction as well. Uh, it's been a very long Sunday here in Tallahassee with it the has. change. And uh, the, it was a time change to end the change at a, at a head coach for Florida State. Exactly. A lot of changes happening in Tallahassee. And we will have another episode of Talk and Chop coming out later in the week, probably around Wednesday or Thursday of this week. We'll be joined by a member of the FSVU and probably V89 coming up. We'll probably do a special edition as well when we get into Boston on Friday. Exactly. There is so much going on, Gary. This will probably be one of the busiest weeks of our, our media careers at Florida State. And FSU basketball still has their opening game this Wednesday against Pitt. So a ton of stuff is happening right now in Florida State Athletics. Stay tuned. You can – what was that, Luke? Well, well, Gary, let's give give your prediction right now. Who is going to be the next head coach at Florida State? (sighs) Putting me on the spot. Okay. Jeez. I – if who I want, who do you think? It's not who, who do I you think, want. Okay, who do who you do think, think will be be the next head coach at Florida State? I think right now it's leaning towards Mark Stoops. That's probably the most likely. I don't have. I have zero idea because there is no leaks or anything coming out. It's just kind of a bunch. Of I don't think they know. No, no one. No one knows at this point. It's everyone just kind of saying, "Hey, I like this guy," and then people are like, "Oh, they like this guy. Let's keep it going." I believe it'll come down to who has been able to build a program and sustain it. Uh, I would love Mark Stoops. But I believe they go with the other more successful brother in Bob Soups. Mm-hmm. Uh, I that's not a hire that I would say I would uh, be disappointed about. Uh, I I think that they do go that route, but Florida State needs to get it right, Gary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to get it right, or else they're going to be in big trouble going down the line in terms of recruiting boosters and athletics in general. Almost, we're we're set up for a very fun week coming mm-hmm. up, uh, Gary. I'm I'm excited. Glad we got to do this podcast and. I'm really looking forward to what Florida State can build. This is my last year at Florida State. This is my last semester. I want Florida State to succeed. As much as, you know, I, I'm a pessimist, I, I, I go against the grain, they were not my number one team, mm-hmm. but I, I went to the school. I want them to succeed. Gary, you have two more years left or one more year one left. One more year Yeah, you have this. one more year left. Got to hope that Florida State can get this on track and maybe in five years we come back and see – these Miami games be, you know, one close. Uh, the Florida games, it, it's it's become so lopsided that not only is Florida and UCF the two top programs in the in the or in the, the, state. Uh, the state of Florida, they're starting to be the top programs in the country. Mm-hmm. And now Miami, where you thought was one of the worst, has sidestepped in and they're in a better situation than yeah. Florida State. It's insane. They're, they're just a step above at this point in time. But that's all we got. I'm pretty sure. I think yeah, we've I, gotten everything that we had to have gotten out. So tomorrow, tune in, tune in tomorrow. tomorrow. Tomahawk Talk, seven o'clock. I will be your host, Luke Fay. Gary will be, of course, my co-host. We'll have uh, Michael Hudak on, uh, Brett Rutherford. It will be a very jam-packed show. All right, yeah, that's all we got. Thank you for listening to this episode of Talk and Chop. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FSVU Sports. 
Also, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.